Welcome to The False Dragons. This is a spoiler-free podcast for the book series The Wheel of Time, written by Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson. Join us as we, your hosts, Alid, Mike, and Andrew, explore this amazing series for the first time. We hope you will join us on this journey. So I, I was going to take notes, um, but then I just really enjoyed reading the chapter again. So it's like I'm going to just I want to focus on reading. Like mm. take, taking notes is nice, but it's uh, it's such a good chapter. Wow, is this the um, erotic version of the, <laughs> the Eye of the World? It looks like the remember that. The thing you'd erotic buy in a female like erotic erotic bookstore? That, like, fan fiction erotica shit of A Wheel of Time? Like, yeah. Like, I searched it up or something? Yeah, <laughs> like, the erotic fan fiction. After we've finished this whole series, we'll, we'll start doing the erotic fan, fan fiction. So, how does it feel seeing the book in the physical rather than just on the Kindle? Uh, it feels backwards, man. It feels like a blast from the past. We're regressing. Yeah. 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 The Kindle is... Uh, well, I think what's, what's amazing to me about the Kindle is that... Um, there's the, in, in terms of like the amount that you can store on there, it's just crazy. Like mm. You can have, like, you know... 100 books on there on a tiny little thing that you can take anywhere with you that's in terms of how you would even store that at home right it would be have an angry garage full of books right i don't know there's something about the physical book that i like it's it's a it's a chunky book though yeah i've already recorded started recording by the way yeah I collect too many things though, right? Like, I can't collect books as well. I just have to get a new house if I did it. <laughs> There's not enough wall space, you know? I yeah. can't put any more bookcases up or anything like that, right? Especially for this series. I want to know what this series looks like when it's when I've completed it. <laughs> because it's like, I have nine of the books already. Yeah. And it's like, it's not... It's already taken up some space. Do you have it in the living room? Full display? No, it's they're like randomly just all over my house. Oh, like yeah. if you if you're not looking where you're going, you'll you'll, you'll trip over a Robert Jordan book. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just they're, they're kind of yeah they're kind of everywhere, especially with the move as well. It's like, yeah. Um, so do you want to in- introduce yourself, Andrew? Um. I think you just did, right? I'm Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Andrew. So you're the newbie to the series. I I am the newbie to the series. Um, although uh, I must admit that I did watch some of the television series. Um, so I I think that oh, we're gonna have to re- re-record that bit because some some dick had his phone on. 
I'm not popular enough to have to turn my phone off so that yeah, I'm me fine. Too, yeah. How much of the how much of the TV um, show so the did you watch? Yeah, the TV show I watched. Uh, ooh, I don't know, maybe four episodes, something like that. Although it probably felt like four episodes, but it was probably more like two and a half or something like that. Mm. Um, did you enjoy it? Uh... <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, fair it enough. Had, it, it had promise at first, but it quickly kind of. It felt like a real poor man's Game of Thrones, like, real quickly. Which is interesting, because I would say the book series of the Game of Thrones is it's a poor man's Wheel of Time, yeah. right? Do you agree with that, Mike? Yeah, I mean, see. Well, yeah. like, the show, yeah, it's just absolute rubbish. I, like, I'm only on book four, right? And you're on book five. So, it's well. We haven't even finished yet. Yeah. But it's a great. It's it's like. Is is the is the whole series finished in books or is he still writing? Yes. No. No. He finished. So, um, so it's not a Game of Thrones type thing where you're gonna get halfway through. No. 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 So he died, oh, right, yeah. after book twelve. And then thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen are done by. Your Randy favorite author, Sanderson, yeah, 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 who's fantastic as well. He's mm. like, like my utter favorite mm. author, just like because of the world building, like just like Robert Jordan is pretty much on 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 par with that. And you really you good. said that Brandon Sanderson, yeah, his world building was inspired by Robert Jordan. Yes, yeah. So then he he wasn't asked to. Oh no. He, he never um, went out to seek out um, like to finish uh, Wheel of Time. The but the widow of Robert Jordan was like, please, please oh, yeah. I finish it. Um, and he's like, yeah, all right then. Because he was good for back in that. Yeah, yeah, all right then. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right, Gopna. No, no worries. <laughs> oh, you do. I think um, Robert Jordan had written so many notes already on how the the last few books were going to go that yeah. I don't think it was like a case of him writing his own yeah. ending it so was it's like, it's, hopefully it's not like a, a Jew type scenario no yeah, yeah. or a Game of Thrones type scenario but like no it's a com- finished com- complete series and do you remember the the, the prologue like do you remember because you did laps around the office while you were, were, were reading it I remember I, I remember it like this, this is what I was saying to Mike before is it's like Quite often I'll read stuff and then I'll get to the end of it and I'll realise that like none of it actually stuck in my head. Mm. Um, and it, like I, I did that with audiobooks as well when I listen to audiobooks in the car. I like I'll just start thinking of something random and then I'll be like oh, I didn't listen to the last like five minutes of that. Yeah. So let's hope some of it stuck because otherwise this is going to be a really boring podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, so what do you, you think? Guys, do you what, remember this? What do you think is? I don't even. Who is? Who's Moraine? Yeah. Has she been introduced yet? Yeah. It's like we're on book six, Andrew. Yeah. Oh. I don't think she has yet though. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. You read so, two two chapters, right? So I read the prologue and chapter one and chapter two. And chapter two is Moraine comes into town. Oh yeah. Moraine. Moraine is my girl. Yeah. 
Moretz, my God. Um, so strangers. And I think, and I, and I think on some level that that having watched some of the TV show made it a bit easier to grasp the concept. And I quite often find that with the beginning of books, like because you don't know the world, you don't know don't the know background, yeah. then yeah. it's really hard to concentrate because. Yeah. Did um, it help or change the imagery, like from the TV show, like to the book? Like, like characters and my scenery and stuff yeah I guess like yeah I guess it helped in a way but I mean all, all, all this stuff just kind of feels like medieval kind of stuff all mixed together right and all fantasy medieval you know yeah Lord of the Rings movies yeah. and um, TV show for this yes yeah. all that kind of stuff I guess yeah, yeah, yeah I feel like once he reads like that part of like book like four he'll be like Right. See, well, what I found going backwards was really in, in, interesting. It's one of the things that I love so much about um, reading the series is that the amount of, like, for, like, you can call it foreshadowing. A lot of it is foreshadowing, but there's also, like, hints of things to come that you don't yet mm. fully understand. Mm. And I think, like, reading the prologue again, having gotten to book four, is, like how much of that is laced into this chapter yeah so do you like what did you get from from the the prologue and by the prologue i mean the the bit in the castle yeah so i guess um if you need to i guess i guess one of the main main kind of uh series which is kind of fed into my understanding of the beginnings of the books is um, the Dark Tower series, and especially because, you know, it deals with this Wheel of Time type thing, right? In, 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 in the Dark Tower, it's about cars, a wheel, and how mm. it's all cycles, and that kind of thing. And they talk about that affair amount mm. in this, right? So when yeah. I was reading this part, uh, I, I was kind of tr tr trying to judge whether this had was happened before, Mm. Or whether it happens after, mm. um, or whether it's something that is, um, you know, part of part of a cycle, something that happens time and time again. Mm. Um, and uh, I mean, to me, there was a lot of there was a lot of a lot of the. It, it felt quite like disjointed. Mm. And that there's things that happen that don't seem to come from what's just happened before in the prologue, and it feels like perhaps it's. Um, are you, you talking know, about events? Are you like talking that? about going to the town where it's talking about Rand and? No, no. I mean, just the prologue itself. Oh yeah. The, there's 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 parts of the prologue which don't quite seem to run on to the next part of the prologue to me like yeah in that um that the almost like the character who it's being written about Luz, changes lose theron yeah yeah like that they're they're almost like what from one paragraph to the next like they're almost like a different person in a way it's really like, um, or that it's a completely different event, but the same things. So there's a there's a definitely something that that's happened to lose when he's sort of walking around. Yeah. And he's calling for his wife. 
and like he doesn't really understand what's going no. on. Yeah, so he's he seems to have like lost his memory, right, or something yeah. like that yes. in this part. Yeah. And then I guess the question is his is who is who is the antagonist in this, right? Um, yeah. And what are what are their motivations in a way? So um, there's a there's a specific name that um, Luz calls the guy who appears yeah. in his hallway, right? Um, do you remember what he calls him? No. So he calls him Betrayer of Hope. Right, yeah. Which, like, if, if I was going to be a character in a fantasy novel, I think that would be quite a cool person. Yeah, that's pretty up there. So I'm going to guess that, you it's know... Not, it's not quite Mother of Dragons. No, although the name that the Betrayer of Hope refers to Luz as is Dragon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, I, you know, I'm aware of the whole Dragon thing from the TV show. Yeah. Um, which implies that he's insane, right? Because that's what happens to the male, the dragons. Well, men who do the... Who, who use the... Channeling. Channeling, that's it. That's yeah. what they call it. Yeah. Say, apart from the dragon, because he's supposed to be the only man who can kind of control it, right? But what's what what's what's yeah. also interesting about this about these two characters is that it feels implied to me that they were comrades at some point, that they worked together. Yeah. Um, and then they become enemies mm. or opposites. Yeah. So so there's I, I think a couple of times. Um, the betrayer of hope refers to Luz as a light-blinded idiot. Yeah. Right. Which, you know, says to me that at some point he's had, like, a change of heart, right? Mm. Like, you, you, you follow the light to such an extent that it's blinding you. Like, you don't see the real, mm. the real power, right? So he's like self a righteous or type thing. Or, or like or, or like he considers himself to be self-aware you know like Luz may be like powerful but he's like blinded by the light mm. like you can't see like the real shit that's going on mm. um, and he, he, he comes in and he says when he sees Luz walking around um, so there's a specific line that he uses which I'm just trying to find it yeah, so he says, um, Shaitan take you, does the taint already have you so far in his grip? Yeah. So, the taint... So, I think he's not talking about some gooch, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, just the context is, just yeah. like, makes it so much better, like, just like, read, like, read everything yeah. in your mind and be like, yeah. Mm. So, it, he was referring to his madness, right? Yeah. So the taint, and I suppose you kind of already know this because you've watched some of the TV series. So I don't yeah. feel like it's a spoiler. Is that is that the people going insane kind of thing? Yeah. From Chapman, and and yeah, as, and, 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 but why that happens, you don't know yeah. yet. Yeah. And it feels like he's he's killed everyone in the castle everybody through his madness 
everybody yeah, yeah. including the his kids right. his wife yeah. Yeah. like yeah yeah he's messed him up yeah yeah he's been a bad boy yeah and he sort of comes back at at, at the end right uh with help right from yeah you know? can call it help i suppose he he helped him to become more lucid didn't be like aware of it of what he done yeah 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 which is like such a asshole move but mm. also awesome feels like um old man logan <laughs> when uh mysterio gets him to kill all his other x-men right comic yeah oh i never read it uh, but that sounds like an asshole move as well yeah yeah has to be a real knucklehead doing that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, so that, there's obviously history between these two guys, right? Because at some point he says, like, you humbled me in front of um, this court. I can't find the exact quote at the moment. Um, but then he wanted to basically utterly destroy Luz. Like, not just like destroy him, but like he wanted him to like. So is Luz a character that comes into it? I mean, he's in the book a lot. Yeah. But um, not much is told from his perspective. But he's a very important character. Okay. Um. So he basically like it kills himself at the end, right? Yeah. So that's. Uh, he he kills himself so hard that he changes the environment around the area in which he dies. Okay, yeah. Do you remember any any of that? Mm, no. He basically calls down like lightning from the sky. Oh yeah, and he makes the mountain. Yes. Right? Yeah, yes. Dragon Mount. Yeah. Dragon Mount. Oh, yeah. yeah. The name of the prologue. So the the final sentence is like then he was gone and the mountain and the island stood alone waiting yeah and then we skip forward to for me it's chapter one but for you it's continuation of the same chapter no it's chapter one it's chapter one yeah yeah that's that's when they ride into town right yeah you see the the man in black yeah Mm. yeah so is it so you said skip forward well, in is terms it, of is like, it, is it is it skipping forward in terms of time, or is it skipping backwards in terms? Well, the prologue just means that it's an intro to the world. Yeah. Um, Quite often with a prologue, it'll take that'll be something that takes place at the end, right? Everything will well, culminate in the prologue. So, or doesn't doesn't prologue mean like it takes place before? It can do. Right? Yeah. Well, it's a, a prologue is in reference to this, the, this position within the book and not in time within the universe, right? But, like, I don't think it's, uh, it's, it's a massive spoiler or anything to say that, yes, yeah, you, you skip forward in time mm. to another point, which is after all of that stuff has, has, okay. has, has happened. Yeah. And it's kind of like, like a new age. Yeah, because they talk about ages. Right. Ages, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So each A, I think, seems to be a kind of you could call it a cycle. Yeah, but what? Like, what is the cycle, and how long is each cycle? I don't know. 
these are the questions that I even ask myself. It, it, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, it feels to me like the cycle sounds like some sort of great battle between good and evil, right? And then when that when that's resolved, so or when that when that reset, when that battle occurs, the wheel turns, right, or, mm. and resets. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Can't say mine was basically a reincarnation was how my um, mm. the, my kind of thought process was there like even just yeah like the returns I come I come back yeah like dark towers like that right mm. Mm. I've I I haven't gotten that impression from anything that that I've I've read um, more that it's just uh, 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 like a century or like a an age like yeah like just like you know ever evolving like rather rather than it's the same people mm. replaying the same story over and over again mm. it's just a continuation of the story in some respects yeah um, so chapter one we're not uh, we're in we're traveling to Eamon's field Eamon's field the two rivers yeah so you got the introduction to Rand Rand Randell Al Thor. Randall Thor. Is that the is that the main guy in this chapter? Oh, uh, that's who I think it follows. Yeah. Yeah, Rand and Tam. Rand and his daddy. Yeah. Tam. Yeah. Tim, and and it's, it's all very Gandalfy, right? On his on his. Uh, on yeah, his I, you know, I didn't. I'd never even <laughs> made that connection, but yes, it does seem to be a little bit. And then he sees the man in black. Yeah. Where does he see the man in black? I uh, like on the road, right yeah, behind him. Is he? Yeah. And he's like, he's like shitting his, his pants. Oh, yes, they're, they're walking in, right? And yeah. he's like, and he then, can feel something behind he, him. He goes to his dad, like, do you see that? And then he's gone, right? Yeah. 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 And, and then he's... later on, they see the crow, which yeah. it's implied it's possibly the same person, right? Watching Is them. it a raven? Or... A raven. A raven, yeah. yeah. A raven, yeah. 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 Sorry. Corvus, get it right <laughs> yeah yeah which I find it like real creepy but also like really cool because like the whole like Rand like felt all that hate and all that like, from the man in black who's um, hood and cloak and all that like didn't like, like ruffle against the wind yeah and so it's almost like mm. it exists outside the world in a way yeah. right yeah I've forgotten all those details. Oh, it's yeah. like Sauron type projection. Mm. Yeah, it's not really. Yeah, so it's it's just like what's happening. Mm. I like, please tell us more. Mm. And then it does not. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to take it to a town. like it, it feels like that sometimes is yeah. that like things that get sprinkled and peppered throughout the series. Yeah. You're like that. Some will stick in my mind, and I'll go like, what? what is it? I need to know what that, that is yeah. and then it's like three books later we go like oh yeah you remember that thing like here's a little bit more information that makes you even more confused about it you know, yeah what? ever since like, like we began book one and then like every morning we kind of talk about like what we read or in this case like what you read because you're so slow yeah that like because I'm because I'm like, like faster like I'll I like find out things like first I'm just like oh I can't wait to tell them like we have answers and you're like nah I haven't read I was actually busy like living my life yeah I had to move like a whole house yeah and I'm like paint it and I'm like come on I need a friend to talk to about everything Mm. well done yeah sorry for that 
So you no, also... No. Um, <laughs> I can't talk to you about it. Yeah. You don't count as a friend. <laughs> I think it's in that chapter where you get... A, do they mention the woman's circle? In that chapter? Or the yeah, council? Possibly. Does that think this I mean, it's a big chapter, right? Mm, I can't it's not it. massive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that chapter went on for ages. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, possibly they do. They talk about a few concepts, right? They talk about um, there's, there's a woman in the village who they refer to, and she's almost like referred to as ageless in a way because she's. She seems like an elder of the village, but young in body or something. Oh, the old wisdom. Yeah, the wisdom. Nynaeve. Nynaeve. Yeah. Nynaeve. Holy shit. Everyone's favourite character. Oh, really? Nynaeve. <laughs> yeah. Do you like strong women? Who just want to beat up men? Oh, yeah, they talk about that. It seems, actually, there seems to be a, um, a pretty progressive take on female gender roles in this. So this is something I was really interested on whether or not you were going to pick up this mm. early. Mm. So there's there's one of the big themes that runs through this series that I think is really interesting is that yeah. is that in a lot of ways women are like almost the dominant role yeah. in oh, society. Yeah, 100%, yeah. yeah. Just like, like they're in... Internal thoughts about like how how they should punish their men, treat them, mm. and speak to them is just like what the fuck. Mm. It's it, it's intense and it irritates me because I'm like that's so mean. But but you used to be on the other side of it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I want it back to the way things were. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like yeah, no, it's just. It's just really intense. Yeah. Because it's like, oh. But there's a bit as well where they're talking about the women of like, about they're kind of like, judging him because he's a widower, right? Tam. Tam. Yeah, Tam. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he is a widower. And, and they're talking about like, you know, getting him a new wife kind of thing. Yeah. But it's but you know again that's very like, he's the woman and they're the men in the, the yes in, in, in the way that they're like will he make a good partner kind of thing you know? mm. these are the things that people like about you how are you going to look after yourself yeah, on your own yeah. you're going to need someone to take care of you yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a really really interesting concept that yeah. that he 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 plays with in, in this series um and it's it's not it's not like random either there's like there's reasons why yeah. women have that like well, again, dominant thinking role. about what i know from the show as well you yeah, know, in terms of women, women are the ones that can channel, right? Um, that it kind of makes sense that that's the yeah. way it would be. Mm. Um, but also the whole and men, are, men, are, men, are, men are too weak, mm. right? Yeah, to channel mentally. Yes. Right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, it was mentioned in like the prologue, like like the breaking, right? No, not in words, but uh it was alluded to. Yes, alluded to. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I mean, it's mentioned. I mean, like, sure. it's, it's one of the things that is, I think is so awesome about the way that Robert Jordan writes is that you read it right, and you, there'll be these just lines that people say, yeah, right, 
and then do you go back and reread what was written again after you've been a couple of books in and you're like oh like he's not he's not writing these things like just to take up space on the page yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's really like it it's connected like things have meaning yeah. as a why he says what he says yeah um so i i, I wouldn't i'm not going to say anything more about the breaking because it hasn't been mentioned as a concept in, in words yeah 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 in, uh, in basically the book, yeah. like like because of the pro log i guess like i guess like shit like that kind of like recurs and has everlasting consequences i guess mm. Um, that's as vague as I can put it there. It's it's just really cool that like that like woman like see men as like second class. Yeah. I mm-hmm. guess because because like, they're not trusted to be by themselves or or really think for themselves, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas the men are like, ah, oh, woman cannot understand them. Yeah. That, that's another big thing that comes, <laughs> theme that comes through. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. 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 There's like little things that are just like, like you like pick up on it and it's just hilarious it's 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 actually yeah so you also met matt oh yeah is that one of the other one of the other lads one of the lads yeah. yeah one of the boys one of the ones that drooled over meringue yeah yeah can't blame him <laughs> um Matt is, uh, I don't know, it doesn't really say too much about Matt, I guess, in the first couple of chapters. You don't really find too much about him other than, like, I guess, he's, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a joker. Yeah. Oh, is he the one with the, who's got the plan to do the, release the boar or something like that, right? That sounds like a Matt thing, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, remember if he has a specific yeah, plan at the time. A boar, but yeah, they, were, he's a they talk about him being a bit of a prankster and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah a trickster. And so I think my book is slightly different to both of your books. So my chapter two is called Strangers. Did you read chapter two? You see, you read the prologue and then two two chapters, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. So chapter one is an empty road. Yes. Chapter two is Strangers. Yeah. Yeah. See, I've got an so addition. That's when the rain comes in. Chapter two. Yes, Strangers, and so. Uh, so you also meet, I guess you meet Perrin as well, do you? Yeah, with his master... Yes, because they talk Luan. about Lewin. Yeah. Master Lewin. Blacksmith guy. Um, they talk about honey cakes. They talk about hot honey cakes a lot, I think. Mm. And they sound delicious. I don't know what a honey cake is, but... It's probably just pancakes with like maple syrup on. But for us. Mm. Which now I'm hungry for. Pancakes. Yeah, there was a funny bit where they were talking about the honey cakes where they were like, they would they had that job to do, right? And, and the straight one was like, we do the job, then we get the honey cakes. And then it's like, <laughs> there's a paragraph later, he's carrying the barrels with like a honey cake in his other hand. Yeah, 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 that's, that, that's Matt. Yeah, 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 that's Matt. Yeah. Matt is just... He's yeah. interesting. So there's a couple other things I talk about in here as well. Gleeman. They're really excited about a Gleeman coming. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm I'm aware of the Gleeman again from TV shows. Oh yeah, Tom. Oh uh, yeah. Strikes me as a dandelion. See, oh, 
Yeah. He's an excellent like, yeah. like a storyteller, right? He, yeah. That's exactly what he is. Yeah. That's exactly what he is. But I, th- I mean, I haven't, um, I have not seen anything of the series. Mm. But my, I think I've seen a screenshot of Dom in the from the TV series, and I think in the TV series he's like, he's like a buff thirty-five. Oh, right. He's probably is he pushing young? the middle age, but yeah, but he doesn't have the 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 big like, white facial hair or anything. He's just kind of like like so the, the in the book you basically you you you'll see in the next chapter. I think the yeah. next chapter is called under the next chapter is the peddler, and then it's the the, the, mm. the gleeman. Yeah, Thom's um, a lot older. Yeah, than he is in the in yeah. the series. Oh, if he reads like the end. I'll write the book like there's a like a character like summary of of like everyone. Oh like, yeah, that's true. Like Thumbs is always and, like the best one. Yeah. Yeah, and how to pronounce the names as well. Yeah, so I think the, I actually appreciated that right because yeah. names are quite difficult yeah. for me. It's quite hard to pronounce like for yeah. Especially being um, a natural English speaker. Anything TV, foreign sounds a bit weird. The T V show they called him Tom because the H was like silent. Uh, oh, did they? Yeah. Interesting. Which annoyed me because I because I read it as thumb, thumb. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's heaps of um, words that just made up. Oh yeah. Not, not Douglas Adams made up. Douglas. Douglas Adams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was uh, at the in Old Man's War. There was a bit I was laughing about this this morning on the way to work. Um, they were they were they were referring to a, a set of characters who have five genders, and one of these characters was n- not male or female gender. This is a Douglas Adams thing. No, no, no. This is John Scalzi. Okay. Um, but they 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 did this really annoying thing, where like they have these five genders for this alien species. And this one of the, you know the, the character in this chapter was one of these other genders that wasn't male or female, and their pronouns were like Z and Zim. So the whole way through that chapter, when they're referring to that character, they use those pronouns. Wow, Z and Zim. Make it difficult to follow. It's just like jarring. Yeah, you know. So that, that's why I don't like didn't like it. It was just like. It just felt like not gratuitous, but just stupid. Yeah. Just like it, it's almost it takes you out of the it takes you yeah. out of the world, you know. Yeah, I think I understand what you what you mean. It's it, I would say unnatural mm. because that word has a lot of negativity mm. around it. say unnatural, but in the context of hearing the natural flow of language, it sounds different to everything else around it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it feels like something that is written into the book as a reference to real-life mm. issues mm. Um, that has... No impact either way on the story. On the narrative, yeah. And it's just there as almost a, a, a social wink, right? Yeah. Which then just makes takes you out of that world. Mm. 
I mean, this is episode one of our podcast, and you're already going deep. You're going to make it really political. <laughs> um, We're going to have picketers next week. Yeah. <laughs> there was a one part of uh, the Wheel of Time show that I absolutely hated was that they'd made Perrin have a wife. Mm. What she actually that's that, actually that, really, that, really interesting to say that. Yeah, yes. because of um, because he thought it was like whatever. Yeah. See, what, what I, I mean, I, I actually think that's a really interesting point to bring up because it it it's one of the great themes I think, at least in the beginning of this book, and probably book two, and sort of ends a bit in book three, is the the naivety of the the boys yeah. when they set out from well, they, they they feel like hobbits in a way a little right? bit and, yeah and, and and the two rivers feels like uh, they're unworldly they're yeah. naive they're, they're they don't country know bumpkins, right? yes yeah. Yeah. i mean yeah. even in things like women and stuff they're naive yeah. they're naive to, to battle women everything yeah. and i think the conscious decision to put to make perrin married in the tv series is such a, a a different road in terms of like where they're developing the characters from? Yeah. Oh, I don't think there was like thought in their choice like at all. I think like some middle aged like, like guy just went, "Hey, let's uh, fuck with the source." Well, but like those characters in the TV show, they don't feel anything like the characters in the book. No, completely different. Like the characters in the book feel like ten years younger than those characters in the TV show. Yeah, mm. even though they sit. Oh, is it talked about the age? I mean, like kind of. I mean, generally you can get an idea, right? Because Rand's walking around with his dad, and everyone's talking to their parents and stuff. So Mm. I mean, like they're like twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Late teens, early twenties. Yeah. 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 But so they're yeah. And and they they should be naive, right? And they I think Robert Jordan goes through a lot of effort to at least in the narrative to show how naive they actually are about the world. And if, if someone's already married. And I think it's a byproduct of the fact that Perrin's quite moody, or at least seems to be quite quiet and mm. not he's, necessarily sullen, he's but he's a fearful. deep thinker. Yeah. And so maybe that was difficult to display yeah. on screen. So they I just gave him yeah. a wife and said, well, now he's got something to be unhappy about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? That... Now he's got motivation to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Like, um, yeah. Rand is Rand is like the starry-eyed kind of kid who's walking around like, oh, and Matt's the trickster, and mm. Perrin was a more difficult character to yeah. maybe portray. So they've gone, well, let's just make him murder his wife, and then you'll yeah. know that he's got a reason why he's quiet. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, obviously that's just speculation. But... Whereas I just like him as is. Like, I think he's quite. Compelling. Where I am now, Perrin's my favorite character. Oh, uh, yeah. Perrin's my favorite yeah. character. Apart from Moiraine, but because Moiraine. Really? Is my... I fucking hate that picture. But that's just me. That's just because I'm a good boy. Yeah. Not gonna comment. So what was your? <laughs> what... So the the I guess the the overriding part of chapter two was the introduction of Moiraine and Lan. Yeah. Like, so, what what impression did did you get from them? Because I don't know how they were introduced in the TV series, but they seem to be introduced. Uh, oh, I, 
again, it, it feels like it's probably very tainted by what I've seen in the TV show, you know? Um, because, like, you know, I you see him as, as her uh, protector and... Lan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, her as a, uh, I guess... Um, um, how would you put it? Uh, like, um, very powerful um, channeler, a very mm. um, r respected person, mm. um, and almost like a, a prodigy in a way. Um, and that seems less apparent so far in the books, but that's how they've been pictured in my head because of the TV show. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, obviously, you know from watching the TV show that she's Ace Sedai. Yeah. And does it mention in chapter two whether she's Ace Sedai, or do they just have a, she's like a lady? Because I know that they mentioned like Lan might be a warder. I think they. I'm not sure to be honest. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe not. She, no, no, they don't. I don't think so. Because she, they, 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 they just in the intro like. She she hi hires them to be her helpers. Right? She gives them all a coin, uh, yeah. doesn't she? Um, and they all treat her as like royalty, almost in a way, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, and then there's the whole coin thing, which implies something deeper. Yes, because the coin seems to have some sort of bigger meaning than yeah. just a coin. Yeah. <sighs> Yes, it does. I think it does. The um the like theme, in at least like book one and probably like book two as well, is that it, everything's like shrouded in mystery, like compared to the TV show where they just like they lay it all yeah, out for you. Don't it they? was all there straight away and just like like took away like. And they don't even head. they don't even pace it, do they? They just shovel it oh, straight yeah. down your throat. Well, like, well I mean, yeah, but I mean it. it that's the nature of the medium, right? At the end of the day, like a book, a book takes, se some a book takes seventeen hours to read, right? You take your time. Yeah. But a TV show, seventeen hours is two seasons, right? Yeah, I suppose they it should have been. Yeah. Because like, they like missed out on like so many things, like the prologue, which could have been. So the prologue wasn't even in the TV series. No. Oh no no no. Really? Like literally, it starts with the Trollocs attacking. But yeah. that's like the intro scene. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so the intro was where uh, red people in cloaks grabbed a false dragon. So the red archer came and killed. Okay. A man. Interesting. And then Moiraine and Lan on top of a hill, they're going, oh, that's not him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was that shit like they like, laid out everything so I think that's um, pretty decent introduction to the book to yeah. be honest the next two two chapters introduce I guess a couple of characters yeah the peddler the gleeman um, and that's probably yeah. and that, that those are those those will be some interesting characters yeah those will be some some interesting characters 
But I think um, so. The ha- so the Gleeman is a recurring character in it. Yeah. In what way? In that. Um, you, why don't you read it and find out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you've seen the TV shows, so you. Well, basically, like what I saw. Is that oh, the last episode you saw? Oh, oh. like the Gleeman came into it, kind of thing. Oh, okay. On one episode. One. But the Gleeman wasn't at the, that beginning. Where yes, that that was one of the things that actually stopped me from even bothering to watch the TV show. Was that like, Thom's Thom's a great character. Yeah, so Thom, you'll learn more about Thom. Yeah. Um, well, you won't learn more about him, but he'll definitely be in the book. Um, he's 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 interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely one of the more interesting characters. I I think so. It was good that you get introduced to him. I think really early. Yeah. Um. But I think we can probably wrap it up there for now. Yeah. For episode one, that's um, so we said that's forty-five min- minutes. I Are think we that's set a decent. Homework for next week. Homework, what? I don't want to call it homework because then you know you won't do it. You know, you've got to be like, you got to <laughs> motivated. Feel, yeah, you got to be motivated. Yeah, to, yeah but the, then I don't want to read too much. Um, you know. Yeah. So, so three chapters. I think three chapters is good. I think three chapters is good actually because yeah. then you get the the. Because the peddler and the and the gleeman are one chapter each, yeah, and then you get a little bit of a narrative extension as well. Yeah, so yeah. We do two so, more two more character introductions, and, and they're quite small chapters. Beginning of a story. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, we'll finish up for there then. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us. We'll see you again next week. Great, white guys. 